Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode eight of the Worth More podcast. I am your host, Cami Bleece, and I am so excited to be helping you out today with some life help, some life coaching, and this is all about how to go with the flow, how to be a little more flexible. I know that sometimes it can get really hard because you can feel like if you just go with the flow, then you might flow away from your dreams, flow away from ultimately what your purpose might be or what you really, really want. You might feel like going with the flow is giving up. It is not, and it might actually be the exact thing you need to do to create more peace in your life and actually get where you ultimately want to go. So if this is something you struggle with, if you have ever found yourself being stubborn or resistant or kind of digging your heels in, then maybe this is the episode for you. So let's go ahead and jump right in. So I was prompted to talk about this because I read a quote recently that really stuck out to me and it really made me kind of pause and reflect on my own life, kind of our own future, the way that I've looked at obstacles, the way that I've looked at goals, and to really learn how to go with the flow a little better. And that quote was, be like water. When something gets in your way, flow around it. And I thought that that was a very succinct way to visualize what we can do when we have an obstacle in front of us, what we can do when we feel like we have our road blocked. You can either see it as a no, you can either see it as something that is going to keep you from ultimately moving forward, or you can choose to flow around it. And I think that this is a really beautiful way to think about our lives and think about our path because it isn't having to stop. It isn't having to turn around. It isn't saying that this is completely shut off. Water, when it's seeping its way through, you know, down a crevice or down a creek or whatever, it finds these small little paths and it is able to deviate and detour while still ultimately going in the same direction. And I think that we can get really fixated on our end goal and how we originally thought we would get there, that we are no longer flowing around obstacles, but choosing to barrel our way through without really seeing the additional opportunities around us. And this is something I myself can struggle with. You know, I've had a dream and a vision for my life and my business for the last few years. And there have been some definite moments where I have needed to choose to flow instead of stop, instead of turn around, instead of doubt. And that's been something I'm really working on and something that I'm really having to actively choose. So going with the flow can mean a lot of things. It can mean, of course, being more flexible in life and in situations, but it can also mean this much bigger picture of seeing your end goal and being flexible on how you get there. I had a really fun conversation with some girls this weekend, and it was so funny because one of the girls who's more of a type A personality, so if you are as well, this probably rings really true to you too, but she had a vision. When she graduated college, she's like, I'm going to go work for these companies, I'm going to work my way up, and I'm going to be CEO of this company someday within the next 10 years or whatever it is. And she started kind of down that path, making some of those choices based on, okay, this is where I want to go, this is where I want to go. But lo and behold, 
five or six years later, that is not the direction she was going anymore because other things happened, other opportunities popped up. And instead of digging in her heels and saying, no, 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 this was my five-year, 10-year plan, she started to go with the flow. She started to see that, yes, a one-year, a three-year, a five-year plan is kind of fun. And it can be helpful in at least motivating you on moving forward. But the reality is at the end of the day, we have no idea what tomorrow looks like for us, what six months looks like, what a year. And if you cannot learn to flow with those days, to flow with some of those circumstances, you are going to end up feeling much more frustrated, much more anxious, and not appreciate the journey that your life is actually going on. And so she kind of jokes now, she's like, I don't even really think about my one year plan because what she's doing now, working for herself, running her own business, being the CEO of her own business, was not originally what she had intended to do a few years prior. And especially, you know, when she graduated college. And I thought that this was a really apt description of how we can learn to go with the flow and make our lives and our journey that much more enjoyable, that much more fun, that much more open. We need to be able to adapt. We need to be able to learn about ourselves. We are always growing and changing and learning. Doesn't it make sense that your life plan would too? You can say, I plan on getting married in this many years and having this many babies. You have no idea when that amazing significant other is going to come into your life or how easy it's going to be to be pregnant or if you had twins or triplets. So there are so many things that we can try and plan because control feels safe. Controlling things in our life gives us a sense of security even that's not really there. But at the end of the day, if we would learn to embrace the flow, then we could embrace some of those moments that don't go how we planned. So if you want to start going with the flow, then I have got five tips or steps to kind of help you do that. The first one is ultimately realizing that you cannot control everything or everyone. You can do your best, let's say, to put together a presentation for work. But if the PowerPoint or the computer or the Wi-Fi or whatever does not go properly, that is kind of out of your control, even though you did everything to the best of your abilities. I myself kind of struggle with travel and flying anxiety. It's something that comes and goes and is something that is currently here. (laughs) And it's really hard. It's hard to try and motivate myself to want to continue traveling or want to continue flying or want to continue doing these things because I don't even know what I'm afraid of, but I know that there is anxiety around these situations. And what helps me to an extent is planning and preparing as much as I can, right? I got my medication, I have my essential oils, I have my water, my TV, my books, my movies, my pillow, my blanket, my headphones, my comfy clothes, whatever I can control, I do my best to do. At the end of the day, if the flight does not go like I would like it to go, that is just out of my control. And I have to choose to just flow with it and not let that fear, not let that roadblock or that bumpy turbulent flight get in the way of ultimately how I want to live my life. 
So maybe you're having trouble controlling a certain situation. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to lean on a friend or lean on someone in your life or in your work or in your sphere that can kind of help you navigate some of those circumstances. When it comes to kind of people and realizing you can't control everyone, I think one of the best pieces of advice that I got for both my marriage and my relationships and friendships was giving the person the benefit of the doubt. Sure, they might have not had the best intentions when they said that about you or did that or acted that way, but maybe in their own way, they didn't see it as that big of a deal, or they didn't realize how hurtful it would be, or they're dealing with their own stuff and they're just reacting that way out of their own anger and fear and frustrations. And giving that person the benefit of the doubt allows you to not focus on the negative, not focus on the he said, she said, not focus on, well, what if, what did they mean by this? You ultimately don't know more than likely. And frustrating yourself over fixating on it is not beneficial. So when you realize you can't control everything or everyone, you control what you can and learn to be flexible on the rest. Learn to just do what you can and be open. And I think finding the humor is another great way that you can let go of the control. You know, your presentation isn't going well, make a joke. This event didn't go like you planned Just ease the tension with some humor. Everyone feels better that way. You will feel better that way. The next tip I have is let go of perfection. Two of my favorite quotes around perfection are progress over perfection and done is better than perfect. This is something, especially in my entrepreneurial life, that I've really had to kind of lean into a little bit because sometimes we can spend so much time focusing on perfecting something that we don't even finish it. And the best thing we could do is to actually put it out there and learn based on what others tell us, based on what others see from it, based on your reactions, based on all of these things. But if you're so focused on it being perfect, then you'll never be done with it. And at the end of the day, I said this at a panel I spoke at recently, and it's one of my favorite I feel like I've had a lot of quotes in this podcast, but this is another one for you. You could be the the ripest, juiciest peach in the whole patch. Is that where peaches are? A patch? I don't know. You could be the ripest, juiciest peach, and there will still be someone that does not like peaches. You could be theoretically perfect or think your thing is perfect, and someone will still not like it. And when you let go of needing to be perfect and you embrace the progress and growth that comes with putting yourself and those things out there, then you will be going with the flow. You will be moving forward faster than people who are waiting for perfection. And I think the most beautiful thing you can remind yourself is that you are more than a set of accomplishments. You are more than a set of check, check, checks on your list. You are more than all of those things. And so if you can let go of what you deem perfect and realize that there is no such thing, then you can move forward and still make progress because progress is better than perfect because perfect is not obtainable. So it kind of releases you from waiting and that might be scary. Hence why you're waiting for it to be quote, quote, perfect. 
But when you let go of perfection, you free yourself to continue down a journey that you are ultimately created to do. So letting go of that actually moves you forward more so than digging in your heels and waiting will. Tip number three is to look at the big picture. We can get so honed in on our own little world or our own little situation or our own little job or whatever it might be that we are totally losing sight of the ultimate big picture. But when you take a step back and see that and realize that maybe the consequences of not getting your way aren't really that big of a deal, then you can allow yourself to say, okay, it's fine. It's not that big of a deal. I'll go with the flow here. A really small example is, let's say that your friends are all hanging out and going to do something you really don't want to do. You don't care about going and seeing the latest action movie, or you don't care about going to this restaurant where you sit on the floor and eat with your hands, or you don't want to go do a 5k, whatever. But all your friends want to. Well, what's your priority? Getting your way or spending time with your friends? And if you can see the big picture and say, you know what, it is more important that I make new memories with my friends and maybe even enjoy something I didn't realize I would enjoy, then you can step back and say, getting my way is not the highest priority now, at least in this circumstance. So kind of lifting your head up and looking around at the situation and just taking stock and just see what does giving an inch here really mean in the big picture of things. Maybe it means a lot, but in a lot of ways, and more often than not, I think it usually doesn't mean as much as we think it does. I really feel like this is an important step because it takes us out of our own space. It takes us out of our own head and our own world that we can get so caught up in. And I am a victim of this. I have this vision of my dream and what I'm called to do in life and what I want to talk about. And I don't know if I necessarily thought that'd be a podcast or speaking or workbooks or doing my personal training or all these things, but I have tried to take a step back and say, okay, I'm willing to flow and try these different avenues and just see what works. What do I enjoy? What moves me forward? What do people like? And when you do that in your own life and in your own relationships, you expose yourself to some amazing opportunities and you expose yourself to a whole new door or window that you can climb through that would not have otherwise been there. I have two more tips. The fourth is trying to find the positive. I know I kind of said this maybe a little bit with the humor, but I find this so important that we're going to do it again. Looking for the silver lining in these situations and seeing how you can spin your circumstance will help you triumph over even the hardest of times. Yes, there you could have lost your job. Someone in your life that you love is sick. You have barely any money in your bank account. You don't know how you're going to follow your dreams and feed your family and take care of your own mental and physical health and... Whatever that list is for you, I am not saying or trying to undermine or demean really hard, hard times, but I think that there is a lot to be said for still trying to see good and still trying to be thankful and still trying to be positive as much as you can, because that will again open your eyes 
to a new direction that maybe you can try or something else you can do instead or creative way to spend time with the people that you love that doesn't cost a dime or a creative way you can put your job applications out there to try and get a new job if you're miserable. But trying to find the good and being thankful, at least I currently have a job. At least I currently have my health. At least my kids all love each other and we love them. There are so many little things that you can find and maybe you can only come up with a couple each day. But try and find those. A gratitude practice is so important because when you look for the positive, it's like the theory of law of attraction. It isn't luck. All you know, Sometimes this is a whole different topic. A lot of the times it's not necessarily luck, but it's people opening themselves up and looking for these opportunities and continually putting themselves in the circumstances in which these new advances can be made. So you might see someone that's progressing a lot and everything seems to be easy. I would challenge you to see what are they doing in their life? Who are they reaching out to? What are they doing as a daily practice that gets them closer to where they ultimately want to be? Because you can take those steps too. You can find those positive actions too. And those positive thoughts create pathways in your brain. And the more you think positively, the more you look positively, the more you will see positivity in the world, positivity in your circumstances. Because that is how you're training your brain to think. Even when things are hard, there is still your ability to make it good in the best way that you possibly can. I think journaling is a really great way to help do this because you can kind of blech all your thoughts out and be like, this sucks, this sucks, I'm super pissed, I'm really hurt, I'm really angry, I'm really frustrated. But then, either at the beginning or the end of that journal entry, try and write down three things despite all that crap that you are still thankful for. And slowly over time, try and see how those things change and try and see how that crap has changed as well. Maybe your perspective has changed even if they, the circumstances haven't, or maybe the circumstances have changed as long, along with your perspective. But journaling those things out and looking for the positive can be really beneficial to help you realize at the end of the day and the big picture, going with the flow is still moving forward. So the final tip I have for you is to just step back from the situation that you're feeling stuck in or frustrated in Take a deep breath and just keep practicing going with the flow. If this is something you struggle with, it will not magically change overnight. You will not magically be the most easygoing person in your friend group when you have not been so far. But it is possible for you to change. It is possible for you to realize that the bigger picture is more important than the small tiny wins or the small tiny battles. It's like a mountain out of a molehill. Are you choosing to make a mountain out of these little molehill situations? And what can you instead see your molehill and flow around it? Move forward, make progress, and be open. Because you absolutely deserve to live a life that you love and to be flexible on sometimes how to get there. Because sometimes you don't realize the opportunities or the ways that you can go until you open yourself up to them. So... I was going to try and think of something like cheeky about flowing, but I just can't. So I hope that this helped you. I hope that you will 
practice this today and in a circumstances where you really don't want to go with the flow and you're annoyed that you're, way, you're not getting your way, just practice. Just try and let me know how it goes. I would love to cheer you on because I get it. It's super hard sometimes, but you are worth it. Your life is worth it and the people around you are worth it. So keep pushing forward for progress, not perfection, and keep going with the flow. Have a great day, guys. Bye.